We are back. Season four of the Craft Beer Connoisseurs podcast. I'm Chris, and along with me are two other hosts and a producer. For those of you who are new to the podcast, we like to showcase breweries, their beers, and conclude every episode with a thematic-ish conversation. If you're a casual listener or a seasoned vet, you know what to expect. Producers continue to change throughout episodes, but the same old connoisseurs will continue to provide top-tier content every single episode. Please feel free to listen to all of our previous episodes and producer specials to get an insight into all the breweries and beers that we've mostly enjoyed. And whether you're new or returning, we're pleased to be your favorite craft beer podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Craft Beer Cons, send a friend request on Untapped, or subscribe on YouTube at Craft Beer Connoisseurs. Also drop a comment, like, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Now for today's episode. Welcome to the Craft Beer Connoisseurs. I'm Chris. What? Who's this? Did you get a recording or something? I, I no, I. Fi- oh here my God, are. he's here in the flesh. Oh, I'm so happy right now. Or maybe, hold on, what is it? The person who isn't shouldn't be named or something like that. Is that what you? What oh, we can name you oh, now. You're here. You're here. <laughs> it's Chris. He's back. Yeah, Chris is over there. I'm Brett, and I'm Tyler. And along with us today is producer. Is we going Zach or Zachary? What? Which one? You want Zach? Oh, he likes Zach. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Zach. Right. It's sh- it's shorter. It makes sense. His mom's gonna be upset though. Yeah. It was always sure. Zachary. We know. Yeah. All this I think the birth certificate does say Zachary. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, welcome Zach. But more than anything, welcome Chris. Chris. Thank you. Thank so you. in today's episode, Chris, we're going to be reviewing Cold Bear Brewing. Not cold beer, but we're going to have some of that, uh, which is located in Arnprior, Ontario, which is just near Ottawa. Yeah. And Chris, what we do on this podcast... Um, oh, yeah. Just let yeah, refresh my memory. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What we do on the podcast is we actually review beers. Oh. Um, generally, two. Okay. So what we're going to do is we're going to review two beers from this brewery, which Brett just discussed. Yes. Uh, the first one is the Madawaska, which is a Bohemian Pilsner. And the second is, um, it's called Shift Change, and it's an ordinary bitter. Not like Brett and I are towards you coming back, because uh, we are glad that you're here. We're not bitter at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I thought you were saying, okay. Uh, anyways, so to finish the episode, we're going to discuss, you know, where have I been and what does my future hold? Yeah, because I'd like to know. All right, guys, I'm a little rusty, so let me, let me try this on here. Ready? Okay. So, Cold Bear Brewing is located at 100 Madawaska Boulevard in Arn Pryor. Uh, it's actually located right across the street from a quality inn in a strip plaza that also includes a subway. Are there any pizza places there? <laughs> I don't know. All right. It's a good question. Thank you. But that provides you the perfect trifecta of beer, food, and sleep. Or a place to crash, right? Yeah. Uh, So Cold Bear is the perfect place for locals and people visiting to pop in for a pint or two. It is a recent entry into the Ontario craft beer brewery scene. Uh, I got to be honest, I had not heard of it before um, they were going to be featured on the podcast. So um, definitely recent. Um, Yeah, I mean, you've missed nine episodes, so you probably haven't heard much. Well, I've been listening to you, actually. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. but uh, they opened, uh, yeah, back in May of this year, in 2023. Nice. Very good. Co-founded by Hugh, which is the head brewer, and Blair, which is the head of marketing, and Bill, which is the jack of all trades. Some would also call this maybe the perfect trifecta. It would be cool if the jack of all trades was Jack. Yeah, that's true. 
And then Bill could have been the guy head of financing. You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> just just something. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Just a thought. Um, yeah, so there's also uh yeah, so that's that's Bill. Colbert and Chris Toner, which is a sales manager, and then there is um, a real big focus with this brewery, which is we see with a lot of breweries, is the focus on local ingredients, um, and they also do these classic innovative styles, which is again we're talking ordinary better, pretty classic. Nothing we haven't had an ordinary better on this. I don't think so. I mean, I haven't been here for this season yet, but so not just this season. <laughs> yeah, no, I, mean, I know. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've yeah, been quite yeah. enjoying this banter between you two. It's 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 a miss. Yeah, you you've been sitting there quietly with your arms crossed. Yes, it's been fun. Yeah, well, you should. <laughs> yeah. Did you hear two weeks ago? Yeah. yeah well, wait till I talk now. <laughs> uh, just to kind of um, go back, uh, Hugh and Blair are husband and wife, and then Bill is Hugh's dad. Just as okay. they're all family. Their last name is Colbert. Um, oh, I see. Yeah. Very yeah, nice. Yes. Okay. Just, that's their titles. Right. Well, yeah. That yeah. Jack of all trades is the title. <laughs> <laughs> that could have been written so much better. We'll have to talk about Zach. My writing hasn't one. gotten better. Well, Zach. Yeah. yeah, Zach. I tried to help Zach. Maybe I shouldn't have. Anyway. Uh, yeah, because you certainly didn't help me. <laughs> no. <laughs> You're right, I didn't. Anyway, so Cold Bear is equipped with two tanks producing 3,000 cans each and then four smaller tanks producing 1,500 cans. Now, he has been in the brewing business since 2016, starting out in you know quality assurance and quality control at Sleeman and Bose before going to brewing school at UC Davis, which I believe is in the States, uh, and then working as a head brewer at Calabogie uh, after graduation in 2018. Okay. There you go. Oh, producer Zach. Zach shaking his head about Calabogie or UC Davis not being in the States. Or what are you shaking your head about? Yeah, yeah you could type. Just shaking your yeah. head, just to shake your head. He's gonna, he's gonna check into that. He's, he's not sure what yeah. he's shaking his head about. Um, but uh, oh, oh, here we go, Switzerland. I believe the UC stands for University of California Davis. Yeah. Um, so he thought it was Switzerland, I, which could also be true in a way because I mean beers are in Switzerland. Well, yes, they are. So uh, I think let's just talk about the first thing that we we need to discuss here. Yes. Cold, what is the first thing? Cold bear. Yes. The brewery. I, as well, also thought, and we talked offline about this, is every time I kept seeing it, my brain instinctively just had cold beer. It's a, um, I don't you know, you know tongue twisters? Yeah. It's a, it's like an eye twister. Like an illusion? <laughs> like, kind of like... <laughs> <laughs> like one of those? Yeah, like that. <laughs> like an optical illusion? Right, yeah. yeah that, or we could call them eye twisters. I don't, I like that, that eye twister. That's, that's good. Hey, that's good. When you get an opportunity to brew a beer, you could go ahead and do that. What, eye twist? Yeah, no, you could call the beer an oh. eye twister, make it like a triple IPA or something. Oh, oh. that's a good idea. Thank you. Patent hey. pending, patent pending, patent pending. We should talk about, like, talk about Cold Bear a little more instead of a nice little banter between we two We did friends. confirm it is California, yeah, right? it is California. All yes, right. that is correct. Uh, they've been in the news lately because their K7S West Coast Pilsner just won gold for Hoppy Lager. I was going to say, are you going to tell us where, where? Yes, at the Canada Beer Cup, which was nice. presented at the Ontario Brewers Conference in Niagara Falls last month. Pretty good. So I think the question is, why are we not having that beer on the podcast? Because uh, it was too good for us. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they knew you were coming back. <laughs> they heard They heard your uh, your last few episodes, right? Yeah. Oh. yeah. Ooh. Got him. All right, so this fr- family-friendly tap room provides a, a quality view of the brew space. Now, none of us have been there. This no. is strictly just off information. No, I was there, actually. Were you? No, no. <laughs> yeah, 
That's good. Yeah, Did you have it? He posted to his Instagram too. Uh, yeah, it was on your Instagram. Um, yeah, so it's a family-friendly uh, tap room. Um, good brew space uh, in terms of there's there's playing board games. You can go and you can just enjoy comedy nights. They do events just like every other brewery for the most part. Um, so it's nice to see that they also offer that there. It would be a kind of a cool space to go to, and it is also nice um, that this brewery is relatively new to the scene because we have had past producer specials talking about breweries that have kind of closed up. Yes. Um, so it's nice to see that there is still some breweries that are opening. Yes. It's always good to get new stuff, right? Yeah. Who doesn't like new stuff? We love new stuff. Now, their logo... Oh, my goodness. Here we go. ...is simplistic but yet good. Okay. Right? It is a polar bear with a mug of beer on top. All right. That's good. No, that's I don't have just, it in front of me, so I cannot I like confirm it. these facts. Yeah. Do you want to see it? Uh, well, well, we'll see well. it when we have the beer, right? Fair we'll enough. Yes. Yeah. It is good, though. All right, Chris, what do we got here? So on, on Untapped, uh, Cold Bear has created 23 beers so far uh, in their, I don't know, what is it, eight, six, seven months, whatever. Yeah. Math, yes, but math is yep. now not my strong suit. Oh, goodness. <laughs> uh, with an average rating of 376 out of five on Untapped. So pretty good. Very good. Yep. And then if you're in the Arn Prior area and you'd like to attend the brewery, they are open Monday to Wednesday from 3 to 8, Thursday from 3 to 9, and Friday to Saturday from 12 to 9, and then Sunday from 12 to 6. So all days of the week. Yes, yeah, seven days a week. You like when breweries do yeah, that. Yeah, nice. um, Chris, we had people reach out to us in your absence and said... I bet you did. Numerous times, where's Chris? What's Chris doing? And we'll get there. He carries the podcast. Like, it's not, not the same without him. Like... No, yeah, I didn't, but, I didn't hear that. But then, we, but then we told your wife that she's got to stop commenting. <laughs> <laughs> but everybody else said to us, you know what? Um, we miss hearing his voice. So, Chris, why don't you hit us with uh, this information here and then take us into the first beer, buddy? Of course. So, as always, we're going to link to their information on our social media so you can get in touch with them. And we are going to grab our first beer. We are back here with our first beer in hand. First cold beer. It's true. In hand. Cold yeah. beer bear. Very cold. Uh, so big thanks to Hugh from Cold Bear for providing the beers for today's episode. So thank you very much, Hugh. This yeah, is clap. the first one, season four, first beer for Chris. That is true. That is true. It's beautiful uh, on air. It's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, on air because yeah. I have had some of them, yes. Uh, so the first beer we're having today is called, as we mentioned, Madawaska. Uh, which is a Bohemian Pilsner, and uh, I believe also the street that the brewery is located on, right? Correct. Very yeah. good, very good. See, I remembered from the beginning. Uh, so this one comes in at 4.9% ABV with 30 IBUs. Yes, so this one is using local malts, so M3M Pilsner and Weyermann Caraform from Mississippi Mills, which gives the beer a malty backbone that is well-balanced with traditional Saz hops. The aroma is complex, with notes of bread and biscuit, which is followed by a slightly floral and spicy hop character. And it's going to pour bright golden yellow, and it's going to have a crisp finish. Is Saz Hops going to be the hop of season four? Feel yes. like, feel like we're having a, a decent amount of Saz yeah, Hops. We're also getting a lot of Pilsners, too. Yeah, that's fair. All right, follow us on, on Instagram there at Craft Beer Cons and Untapped Craft Beer Connoisseurs. The rating for Madawaska is a 3.62 out of 5. There's 125 check-ins um, at the time of when we've been recording this. Now, we do have three friends 
that have uh, on top of this at a 3.92. Uh, Zach's been throwing up uh, gang signs, I think, <laughs> um, and saying that there's zero five out of fives on this one. Oh, okay. That's a good I'll have to remember sign. that sign. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know what was going on there. I was like, all right, here we go. We're doing this. All right. We, season four, we're transferring into picking a side. That's true. All right. Can you uh, do something for Chris that he hasn't heard in a while? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think when we get to the conversation, we might talk about that, but that's all right. I'll do something for you, Chris. You ready for this? This could be live. Let's do it. Grab your can, Christopher. Grab your glass and let's open her up. Very nice. Chris, yeah. have you, uh, did you miss that sound on the podcast? I was just going to yeah. say a beautiful sound, right? Now, um, now, Tyler, do you want me to make <laughs> make a noise that you've been missing? Oh, I would love... <laughs> whatever you said, Brett. Yeah. Say something that you've yeah. been missing. How about you do something that we've all missed, Chris? Because guess what? No matter what uh, Brett and I could do, we could never fill your shoes. So please well, go thanks. ahead. Thanks for the kind words. So we are drinking this beer out of a Pilsner glass today. So make sure to use your proper glassware. And honestly, Chris, we've been trying throughout season four to use our proper glassware just for you. It's me. Um, I did and, and we've done it. Yeah. Um, there might be a glass broken. I don't know. Nope. Uh, oh, we're still good. We're okay, good. Perfect. We're good. We're yes. good. We're good. So what are we getting on the uh, nostrils here, gentlemen? <laughs> Chris, why don't uh, you start us off on the nostrils? Well, do we want to? Do we start on no- nostrils now, or we don't or the usually? Looks? But this is yeah. this, this Brett's is leading Brett. the sh- the show here. Well, he's, you know what? Sometimes you take the leash off and you just let the kid run. Yeah. I will say it. Uh, it definitely has that maltiness coming through on the nose. Uh, nice and and bready, kind of toasty. Even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think toasty's toasty's kind of where we're at with yeah. it. Um, anything else you, you want to add? Chris? No, I, I mean I poured with a. Decent head, which has dissipated very quickly. Yes, the head dis- did dissipate very quickly. Um, I'm, I'm kind of getting what exactly what uh, Chris was putting down there. What do you see color-wise there, Brett? Toastiness. Uh, color-wise, you know, as prototypical, that golden color, right? Exactly what you expect from a Pilsner. I'd say it's a, it's a deep golden, though. Like, we're not talking yeah, like a, a light. light. Yeah, we're talking yeah, kind of like a, a deep honeycomb, if you yes. will. Yes, um, yes. A little bit more brownish. Added yeah, in, right? yeah, like it, it's there's some deepness, almost kind of like a, a traditional. I don't want to say necessary companies, but like a like a Mott's apple juice, like a, a very deep kind of color. Okay, there you go. That's my thoughts. Okay, um, Chris, do the honors. Take the first sip for your first beer on the podcast. Oh, thanks. This is just this is an episode all about you, as you could tell, because yeah. you picked the topic. And cheers, Chris. We should have said that. You know, cheers. Enjoy your your beer. Well, my mouth was full, but cheers. Yes. Yeah. Thanks for having me back. We had no choice. You are a equal you, you shareholder, and <laughs> you, sh- you shut up. We figured, yeah, it's probably a good time to have him do stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, on uh, on the first taste, there, uh, it is it is smooth. Uh, it does have definitely that malt is coming through in the taste as well that I totally expected based on on the smell of it, um, but definitely kind of smooth and has that crispness that you would expect from a Pilsner. Yeah. It, it, I'm going to kind of go back to your uh, apple juice comment yep. a little bit. It almost kind of gives me like a bready apple juice vibe. Okay. That's kind of what it's tasting like to me. Yep. Um, yeah. It is crisp. But yeah, yeah, that apple kind of it's, vibe it's is kind of like on the back end. Yeah, right? exactly yeah. What I'm say, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I agree with that. It There's a sharpness to it. 
Yes. I don't know if you guys are getting kind of like it's it's free flowing, and then all of a sudden there's a sharpness, and then it, it does mellow itself out. But yeah, that flavor really does kind of linger around, mm-hmm. which is, I mean, yeah, it comes on strong too. As soon like it's kind of light on the first sip, and then as as it gets further further down, the apple just. Yeah, it's. yeah, it is kind of different. And I'm not really picking up any of the, the floral as much or anything no, like that. No. But um, yeah, it's it's sharp and but it's it's clean though too, right? Like you guys can yeah, like a clean yeah, I to think it. it is. Like and it it does it finishes slow and like hangs around for a bit. So it's not like I'm I'm necessarily jumping to I have to have another sip. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I can I can almost slow play this one. And this is one that's. Uh, one of those ones you you can sit back and relax and you know read a nice book or whatever people do. Um, don't want to be crushing it. <laughs> I'm waiting for Chris to be like, "Did you take up book readings when I was gone?" But you didn't do but it. But you don't want to be. Uh, I, I don't think I'd want to crush this one completely. I don't wouldn't class with this as crushable. No, no. Uh, Brett, you know what I have missed you do. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. <laughs> Not much, oh. but yeah. I was gonna say. <laughs> uh, butcher the can art. Oh yes. Um, so maybe uh, let's let's see you have a go at this one. Well, let's see here. Looks like we're on a uh, harbor of sorts, um, looking at some uh, birds, and then there's a polar bear just randomly walking on the sky, on the uh, waterline. Okay, keep going. Yeah. You got this. Um, yeah, it almost looks like maybe it's the Ottawa Valley. There's a polar bear involved. <laughs> you know, there's the road with the yellow lines and whatnot. And what kind of road would that be? A uh, yellow brick road. Maybe a Madawaska Boulevard. There. Yeah. Are you sure that's a road or yeah. is it um, like buoys in the water? No, that's... That's going to be it. That, I think that's... I think we're... Uh, ooh. You know what? Well, on Instagram, when you listen to our episode, uh, producer Zach's going to give a uh, vote. Is it a buoy or is it a yellow brick road? Or is it logs? Like or is that? it logs? <laughs> there could be many more logs, options. Logs. There might be an, uh, an option called other, and you can just write in. There is. Right. Zach will be on it. Yes, he will. Zach, be. you got that? Yeah, he heard all that. Don't all worry. Right. Zach, I think he's trying to decide. Why don't we talk about some of the top five flavor profiles? Chris, walk us through them. Yeah, so the first one comes in as crisp, which I would definitely agree with. Yes, I do agree with that. The second one, I don't really agree with which is subtle i don't think there's necessarily subtle flavors here no no i don't think there's anything subtle about this beer uh maybe the aroma is a little subtle but nothing yeah yeah no it's yeah no yeah Yeah. let's scrap that one so number three is biscuity um i i I mean i get i get that that's kind of like the the toasty you know bready kind of all wrapped into one right can i make um Kind of an amendment to this, maybe, or a recommendation. Absolutely. Can we do three and five together and maybe ditch three-ish and kind of just insert five? Yeah, so mm-hmm. number five is bread, right? So that that really goes to... It's it's basically two of the same. Kind right? of, kind of. And I think I think it leads more to the breadiness than it does the biscuit portion of it, for, for me yeah, at least. Yeah, for sure. Nope, I agree with you there. And then the fourth one so we just said five four also i'm not getting which is floral yeah. i'm not no, getting no, the floralness in this no. at all no so zach is coming in with some uh, suggestions as well apple so I, I i think i would put that there based on uh, our conversation already and then clean and sharp which uh i would probably say so as well yeah i think that's yeah fairly accurate and again it doesn't we're replacing two of them so 
I mean, we, we come back and we get six. So, well, and remember, there is no limit. That's to what flavor I'm saying. Profiles. Like, and yeah. I know your mouth was a little bit rusty there, but yeah, yes. we, we can hit sex up. And I just want to say before we get into the untapped thoughts, I feel like uh, I'm a little bit out of sorts because I keep, even though you're talking, I keep looking at Tyler. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah I know, yeah, right? It's like, oh yeah, you're here. I should look to my right, shouldn't I? <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to look behind yeah, you. I know, right? Because and with the new house, you got different arrangements. There's a new like scene that. arrangement. Uh, yeah. What do you guys think of the scene arrangement? Yeah, good. It, um, it's, uh, you know, in the old arrangement, we were more circular, yeah, right? Yeah, so yeah. we kind of had that visual of everyone, which I, I think ideally we kind of get to again. Yeah, yeah. I think the idea is to maybe go with a sectional down here so we can kind of use that U-shape on an angle. Yeah. But, but for what it is, I, it's nice to have more space. More space is good. Now, talking about space, Brett, mm-hmm. people have occupied space. Mm-hmm. Where have uh, they occupied that space? On Untapped, putting their thoughts on it. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. And I think Chris, because, you know, obviously. Chris is up. I'm just saying, hey, Chris is back. <laughs> whatever, he probably had the first one. Whatever so Chris, Chris wants, please take it Chris away. Gets. Okay. Uh, well, the first one comes from Brendan C. Uh, Brendan's handle is BMC Line. And uh, Brendan stated, superb pills, wonderful balance of malt and hops with a beautiful floral herbaceous bitterness. Well done, Hugh. And Brendan gave it a 4.5 out of 5. I'm not getting the floral herbaceous bitterness out of this, but... Uh, I think Brendan, Brendan might also have a personal connection there, so yeah, yes. keep that in mind. He might mind. know the brewer. All right. I got the second one. Uh, Donald S. The handle is Donald O-J-D-K. Could be Donald O-J, which is possible. It's a possible Could last be. name. Could be. Yeah. Said as follows: Nice pills. We had superb pills. Now we got a nice pills. It's it's biscuity as advertised. Three point seven out of five. So notice that three point seven. I don't think that's a mistype by Zach. I think it's an actual yep. three point seven. All right. What do you guys think of that? Like, like his it. rating or this beer? Those those ratings. I, I think. I guess we'll kind of see how our ratings kind of check out. In a few seconds. And uh, Tyler, do you want to see if your rating kind of fits within them or maybe it's a little lower, a little higher? Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to give this one a, I'm going to give it a 3.25. going to give it a 3.25. Again, there's the, the notes that are there. Um, the description's a little bit off from what I, I would normally think. And so it gets a little bit lower of a rating because it just doesn't justify exactly what it is. But that, in my mind. Yeah, so uh, again, my first rating of season four in person. Yeah, I was going to say, or, we've used a few here ratings, yes, but yes. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. uh, So I'm going to give this one actually lower than you, Tyler. I'm going to go with a 2.75 on this one. Fair. Okay. Fair. Uh, I'm going to be with Tyler on this one and give it a 3.25. Okay. Pretty. Yeah, Pretty sure Zach. You good? Coming in at a three even. So Tyler, because there's four people now, you should probably do the math on this one. I'm going to do the math on this one. If Zach can hand me the math on this one. Yeah, waiting. <laughs> waiting. All right, so that's going to give us an overall team score of 3.0625. We're going to round that down to an even three. Yes, we Everybody's are. Everybody's all good with that? Chris, take us into beer number two, buddy. All right, well, we're going to go grab our cold beer number two. Okay, okay, we're back, Brad. We're back, yes. Let's the go. The second beer we're going to have is called Shift Change, which is an ordinary bitter, 3.6 ABV and 17 IBUs. All right. Back in the day in Arm Prior, 
Steve, oh, I, I hear a story coming. <laughs> it's a train story, if you will. I don't think it is. All right. Is it a steam whistle <laughs> story in terms of beers? Well, we'll see. Steam whistles could be heard signaling the shift change at the factories. And there's nothing better than, you know, heading to the pub after a long shift to enjoy a pint. This ordinary bitter or pub ale is crafted with the M3M English Pale Ale. The. Uh, do you want me to do this? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm just looking at you. I know, it's very weird. It's like you want to jump in. The Digman's Biscuit, the Simpsons Crystal Medium Malts to give it notes of caramel and biscuit. An ornery bitter. Here you go. So on Untapped, this shift change has 61 check-ins with an average rating of 3.61 out of 5. And three of our friends have checked it in and they have given it an average rating of 3.58. So pretty close to the overall. And I can see Zach out of my peripherals trying to find how many five out of fives there have been. Come on, Zach. Struggling. I thought he was just trying to take Zero. a picture. Zero. I thought he was just trying to take a picture of the fact that you have no holes in your socks. Oh. oh. Are, are those the socks I got you? They are not. No, they're not. No. I, I actually purchased these ones. Oh, wow. Um, There's a first for everything. You give this guy freaking 18 weeks off and he can purchase socks. That's great. Hey, man. We love oh. that. All right. Grab the beer. Grab the glass. You good? Yep. You seem struggling. Yeah, I was just trying to figure out what's going on here. All right. And let's open her up. Mm-hmm. Shift change. The, this story kind of reminds me of uh, Fred Flintstone. Oh, know. yes. Yes. I like that. I actually made a reference to Fred Flintstone with one of my coworkers the other day. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a long time since I've seen Flintstones. She never saw it. Um, but really? the reference was, you know how Rosie O'Donnell played um, uh, Betty Rubble in there? No, I did not. But now I do. But does it make sense? Like now, can you picture it? Uh, Betty was Fred's wife? No, the other one. Who's the other one? Fred. Or, oh. Barney. 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 Barney's Barney. wife. Okay. Yeah. Played by Barney. Stephen Baldwin. Yes. Stephen Baldwin. And it was Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> And so she has that little <laughs> kind of giggle. Right. She did that at work. I was like, that is Rosie O'Donnell in Flintstones. And right. I believe John Goodman played Fred Flintstone. Correct. And don't remember who played uh, his wife. Look at this guy, IMDb Encyclopedia. <laughs> Pretty much. Don't right? get him to do the math, but you can hit him with the movies. <laughs> yeah. Or a TV Actually, show. I haven't watched a full movie in a while, so I can't really say too much. No? No. Anyways, so that was just, I'm glad you mentioned the Flintstones, and I, it's just funny because I mentioned that a couple weeks ago. Awesome. Yeah. Well, back to the beer. Uh, we are drinking this beer out of a nonic pint glass, so make sure to use your proper glassware. Very good. That I am. All right. Brett, what do you see? Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you went back. <laughs> you took your big schnoz and stuffed it in that pale ale. Yeah, but yours is still bigger. Anyway. It's um, our true ordinary bitter British <laughs> nose. This nose yes. is. So, obviously, it's got that uh, copper red the darkness to it. Um, almost looks like a red ale. Would you call it mahogany? Oh, uh, a rich mahogany? Yeah, I was going to say sweet, old, rich mahogany. Kind of like a cherry wood? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. More cherry wood. It's it's got more of a reddish hue. So yeah, yes. I would I would I was say getting there. It's like a red ale. Okay, it's getting there. That's all. Okay. You want to tell me anything else? Looks no. that looks like. No, you're doing all right. all right. What about the snifter? The snifter. <laughs> all right. Let me sniff it. Yeah. I'll, I'll be honest. Keep this is pretty mild on the nose. Like I'm not getting much at all. 
I think the uh, pub ale was more so that you could, um, you know, sit there and have more than one. Yes, especially coming in at 3.6%. Yes, exactly, right? right? Exactly. There we go. Did, did you see that information coming in? Yes. Uh, Rick Moranis played uh, Burning Herbal, not Stephen Baldwin. Wow. I thought Stephen Baldwin. Maybe it was like that secondary knockoff version. Now, was Rick Moranis also in uh, Little Big Giants? Uh, something to do with uh, Little and Big because he was Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah, but I also thought he was the coach of Little Big Giants. Maybe. Um yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Or Little our, Giants. Our, our topic on our thematic conversation has now changed to Rick Moranis movies now. <laughs> <laughs> and we're doing it now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I thought he was in Little... I think it's Little Giants, maybe, is, is yeah. the name of it. Yes. Yeah, he was the coach in Little Producer Giants. Producer Zach coming in with Have you seen Little up. Giants? Fantastic movie, if you haven't. Good, good. Uh, I have I've not heard of this. Little Giants, great movie. We'll uh, watch it later. What uh, subscription service is that on? I don't know. Amazon Prime? No, I don't no, know. No, it's Disney called VHS. Oh, one of those ones. Yeah. All right, we digress. <laughs> All right. Um, Shift change. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Jeez. Why don't you guys have a have a little taste of All this? Right. All right, we can know, do that. Get into this, and uh, our our listeners can can think about the Flintstones and their you know Saturday morning cartoons. All right, Malty. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Malty. I'm getting light as well. Like it, it is. It drinks very light. Mm-hmm. Um, it does have that maltiness to it. I, I also some think caramel it's caramel to yeah, it. Sorry. It's I didn't yeah. mean to cut you off there. I, I apparently sure do that. Um, I was gonna say it um, almost. Um, it drinks like at the right temperature. I think we had to let it sit for a little bit. Yeah, we right at the right temperature, which is which is nice to see. Um, yeah, a shift change back to you. Sorry. So uh, I'm here too. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> crap! I forgot about that. Sorry. Please go ahead. So bitter. I'm getting yeah. uh, very bitter right off the. Right off the hop, right there, as soon as you sip it. Yep. And then kind of mellows a little bit, and that caramel kind of comes in. Yep. But those are kind of like the two major things I'm getting. Just hit you in the nose with bitter and then some caramel to finish. Right. I get that. Um, and then, again, kind of like the it, – it's light. Again, not necessarily in flavor, but the way that it drinks. Right? Yes. Like it finishes quick. It's there. It's it doesn't sit heavy in the mouth at all. You know what I mean? Like it it doesn't really linger too much. It if as I say, it finishes quick. But yeah, it's it's light drinking mm-hmm. with with an immense amount of flavor. Well, and that's what I was gonna say. Is I was honestly looking at it, thinking it would have kind of like a thicker mouthfeel. Sure. Yeah, I agree. And it does not. It's very, very thin. Very very thin yes. on the mouthfeel. Yeah. Which I think. It, Again, it kind of makes it a little bit more enjoyable um, because then it's not sticking around. Yeah, um, so absolutely. Then you can kind of get, as as I say, you can get that next sip in, and then you just it's so far it's rinse and repeating. It is encouraging me to have another sip, though. But and the sip, as I say, like it replicates the sip before it. Yeah. So far, it's not like it's you're you're having one sip and then you get a little bit further down here and then it changes. It seems very consistent. It is consistent. Yeah. Which is almost reassuring. It's yes, like a almost, safety blanket. Almost like a beer that you'd want to have, like a nice English pub with some fish and chips. I don't like fish. I don't like fish and chips either. But I'm just assuming that people do, and they would have this beer with it. Yeah, I'll change it up for like chicken wings. Yeah, I was gonna, that was my second choice. Was chicken it? wings, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Nice, maybe a nice salad. You're a blue cheese guy or a ranch? Oh, ranch. Blue cheese people are disgusting. I, I don't agree. Oh, whoa. Hold on. <laughs> First of all, our I topic is. <laughs> I don't know how many chicken wings you're going to find in England. It's true. Uh, it's true. <laughs> yeah, right. But uh, maybe like. Uh, Do you think Rick Moranis would like <laughs> blue cheese or ranch? I, I would say if, if you're going like English, there's probably more like a chicken pot pie to yeah. pair with or something. Like that. I, I would like that. I, I do like a chicken pot pie or shepherd's pie. Yeah. I do like that. Oh, yeah. shepherd's pie. Shepherd's there you go. Pie. That's a good choice. Okay. Good choice. Anyway. Moving back to the actual beer instead of food or Rick Moranis, we should probably talk about the f- top five flavor profiles, shouldn't we? We should. So number one, malty. There is maltiness to this, for sure. Um, I, I think it's it's malty, but I think that Chris might allude to something a little bit different. Yeah, I would not put this as number one, personally. Yep. Yeah, I, I'm going to be on that with that as well. Number two, light. Yeah, I think it drinks super light, thin. Yes. Whatever, whatever we want to go ahead with it. Agreed. Number three, caramel. I'm getting the caramel uh, yeah, for sure. Same. Um, yeah. Okay. Number four is toasty. There's a toastiness to it, but again, I I think this kind of goes along with the malt um, feel of it, right? And then that caramel kind of aspect. So light and toasty. Um, I, I would say that the Pilsner we had first was more toasty than this. I think I'd agree with you on that one, actually. I don't know I'll if I would. You. I'd say the it was more bready. Yeah. But I don't know yeah. if it was more toasty. Right, like not kind of like that burnt. There's Yeah, there was no like yeah. singe to it, right? This yeah. is this has got a little bit more of like the the darker feel to it. So I think it's... Like, say you go ahead and you throw your piece of bread into the toaster and you throw it at like a six and a half or a seven. You're getting somewhere in there. Now, that's all circumstantial. Uh, depend, and it depends on your, uh, you know, appliances may vary. It's true. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> we got to put that disclaimer in. Yeah. <laughs> but if I say six and a half, seven on the toaster scale out of ten, I think you guys know what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. yeah. Would you concur? Yeah, that's a, that's a... That's a good assessment. It Thank depends you. if you're using like a Samsung toaster or a Sunbeam toaster. Yeah, we discussed yeah, that when we yeah, said, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, different toasters. Maybe depends, right? So I just enjoyed the banter back and forth between you two. Um, I believe number five is where we're at. And be... <laughs> yeah. Biscuity. Yeah, again, I'd go with the, the toastiness of it. Um, I think there's other choices that we could go with, and we might we might have some of those listed. Mm. Pretty sure that coming in bitter. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, for sure. Because it's ordinary bitter, it makes sense that there should be some bitterness involved with it. Clean. Do we think this is a beer? Or beer is clean? Pardon me. I do think it is a beer. Yes, I do. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Do you think it's clean? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's it's clean. Would you would you put it under the refreshing category? I wouldn't personally, but would you guys do that? Uh, I would also not. Yeah, I'd probably stay away from refreshing on this one. Um, <clears throat> And I think it's to Zach's next point, which is like, is this a good autumn beer? I don't think it's necessarily refreshing. It's just, it, that's, that's just kind of where we're at with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it's, right. yeah. I totally got your go. Come on from there. Yeah. Um, Chris, anything you want to add to that? No, I'm good. Good. I'd like to hear that. Uh, thoughts from untapped users. Uh, so, yeah, so I have the very first one. This you one, do. Yes, you're absolutely right, Chris. Thank you. Uh, this one comes from Jantine V, and her handle is Ottawa Jantine. Amber, smooth and drinkable. Not too sweet, but good maltiness. And their rating was a four out of five. Very good. Nice. 
so the next one comes from LP Jerry. Uh, same handle. So that, LP that's Jerry. A, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. The handle is not same handle. Yeah. Could you imagine? Maybe it is, actually. <laughs> Zach? Is Zach? It? <laughs> no, it's not. No, okay. No, no, no. So uh, LP Jerry said, very smooth, easy drinking, Brit ale that brings memories of London back. I assume London, England. <laughs> I was waiting for somebody to say that. Low ABV, just like the real ales there. And uh, LP Jerry rated it a four out of five. Okay. Well. But now we should probably talk about our rating, shouldn't we? Yeah, Brett, you're up first. You're yes, up first, I, Brett. I am up first. I'm going to give this one a 3.25. All right. Okay. I'm Chris, gonna, you go next. I'm going to come in a tiny bit lower and do a 3.0. All right. Um, I'm going to copy that. I'm at a, I'm at a 3. Copy that. 10-4, 10 10-4. Oh, my goodness. I'm at a 3 myself. And uh, producer Zach, oh, I didn't realize the spelling was without the H. Good to know. Oh, <laughs> just really try to get as far away from that Zachary as possible. <laughs> Mom's gonna be really pissed. <laughs> She's gonna be really perturbed. I wonder what Dad feels about that. Yeah, well, I will have to find out. He's um, gonna give it a three point two five, which is gonna give us an overall score of three point one two five. Um, I'm talking a lot here, Brett. Why don't you uh, do, go do you want to round that up? Round that down? What do you think? Because right smack dab in the middle. We got two threes and three. Let's two, rock, two, paper, three. scissors. You and Chris, go. All right. I mean, the. <clears throat> <laughs> Tie game. All right. What do you want to do? The <laughs> laws of math say to round it up. So we should round it up. Look so at that. I, so I had paper. I, yeah. His, <laughs> his math skills are pretty sharp. Not bad. So that concludes the review of Cold Bear. And the cold beers provided for today's episode. Very good. Um, usually I wouldn't be saying this, but I will. Up next, we discuss Chris. All right. We are back to our themed conversation. And we've been talking about how I'm, you know, back to the podcast today. Um, and so... I thought we would maybe enlighten our listeners. You know, you mentioned, Tyler, that people have been asking, where have I been? What's been going on? That sort of thing, right? People were, were generally worried about you. Like, worried, yeah. Genuinely. Well, as you can hear, my worried. My, my voice is, is, is going a little bit today, right? Yeah. yeah so I, I had throat surgery. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Congratulations. <laughs> you know what? They never... Um, they never kind of anticipate that podcasting is very uh, laborious on the the throat. It is. I was I was on the IL. Okay, yeah. so uh, you know had had the had the throat injury, had to get surgery on it, and it's been a long road to recovery. And but, you came uh, back with the same voice, which we thought for, for yeah. the most part we thought you'd be coming with different voices. We thought you might be going a little higher pitch. Yeah. You know, it'd be cool if I could like make a bunch of different voices and maybe like the Flintstones, perhaps. Yeah, there yeah. You go. Rick Moranis could do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but in all seriousness, uh, I did not have throat surgery for those who are are concerned. Um, so I did have a new child. Uh, so I now have a. Could you have an old child? <laughs> Is this a Benjamin Button situation? Oh, maybe. Yeah, uh, but no, she was not a, a Benjamin Button Button scenario. So. Uh, now have two small children. Uh, one is obviously an infant. Oh yes, thank you. Uh, I'll be honest; I really didn't do much uh, in know. terms of getting her out into the world. But uh, big hey, shout hey, out! You drove your wife to the hospital. 
Yeah, twice, actually. Yeah, twice. Yeah. So there you go. It's true. It's, yeah. <laughs> it is true twice. Yeah, we had to go there, come back, and then go there again. Oh, really? Um, That's nice. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Tyler, for uh, babysitting our, our oldest for the first time you that didn't we have went. Anybody else, did you? Nobody, no, that, nobody really. that would come over at 12 in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> I said, hey, who, who's awake right now and going to answer a text message? <laughs> Tyler. Oh, Tyler. Yep. <laughs> Always reliable, Tyler. Yeah. But it's good. Congratulations. Thank you. So uh, I have been, uh, needless to say, occupied sleeping. with oh, uh, yeah, okay. two children and not so much sleeping. Yeah. Um, Actually, which, I believe you're supposed to be sleeping right now. Yeah, <laughs> probably would, would be a good idea. Yeah. But... Um, yeah, so that's kind of where I've been, for those who have been wondering. Um, yeah. And that's all for today's episode. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say, I have been listening to you guys, uh, listening to the podcast, of Sorry course, supporting you guys. Um, people probably have noticed that in the first few episodes, I think, I was also giving ratings to some of the beers. So mm -hmm. uh, I was given the beers. I would drink them ahead of time and, and give the ratings so that I could feel a little bit more, you know, involved. involved yep. um, but uh, that's kind of slowed down a little bit. Uh, but I was wondering, what do you guys think of podcasting without me, with just the two of you and a producer, of course? Uh, well, I mean... One thing is my neck doesn't turn quite as much. I just have to turn one way instead of two ways. Um, even though I've pretty much done that today anyway. Um, no, I think it's been, uh, we definitely uh, fly through it faster. But I think it's one of those things that we miss the uh, uh, rebuttal of a third person, if you will. Right? It's it's sometimes nicer to have three people instead of two. Yeah. You're right. They say uh, three's a crowd. But I think in terms of us, uh, three's not a crowd. Four definitely would be, though. <laughs> Saying three's three's company. No, Two? three's a crowd. You were saying three's a crowd? No, I know I, there's three's company. I understand that. R.I.P. Well, Suzanne Summers. I get it. But very good. Uh, go ahead. <clears throat> thanks. Yeah. So we built this podcast for three hosts and the producer. Like yes. that was that's how it was built. Yes, it was. Um so the structure based around that, like it just it to go three and a quarter seasons of just doing that same kind of consistency, like that routine has been so nice, right? So um, as as Brett said, like it was a little bit more efficient because you get through it a little bit faster, obviously. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it's like you miss that extra opinion. And I, I don't know, like we have so many beer styles that when we're talking about certain things that like we have IPAs, double IPAs, it's great. Brett has some good insight on that, but... I would almost say like as we move into the late autumn, late fall, early kind of winter seasons here is that we're moving to the stouts and it's, it's nice to have your input on, on those yeah. um, because that's kind of where you really shine. So um, we've moved out of that sour section. So we've, we've kind of moved more into your realm. So it, it's nice to have you back. And I think, again, the structure of this podcast is built for three hosts and a producer and so kind of deviating from that, it just feels a bit off. And we both said that numerous times. Like, mm -hmm. it, yes. it just didn't feel the same. There's, there'd be times where, like, say, for example, like, you know, we'd open her up and then we'd talk about glassware. And then it, Tyler would have a drink and be like, oh, I got to randomly say stuff for 20 <laughs> seconds about whatever it is. Yeah. Oh, look, squirrel. Like, things like that. Just to kind of... Yeah, <laughs> 
It was a nice squirrel. <laughs> it was a great squirrel. Good squirrel. Uh, we like the yeah, squirrel. It, it's obviously things uh, go a little nicer. And I know um, kind of you're not going to be back full time per se. Maybe. Who knows? Yeah, do you, you have any other questions? You got any questions yeah, you for us? Any questions for us? Lead into that. I don't necessarily have any other questions for you. I was going to kind of comment on my thoughts about listening to oh, yes, that's you. Please, please, I'd like to hear this. Uh, Here we go. <laughs> I, you know, I was, um, <laughs> I, I was uh, surprised at how how great Brett was holding it together. Yeah, <laughs> I think we we what we worked for this is we knew that you know Brett had to be a good boy and take the white horse blanket and throw it to the side. But it, it worked out really well, and we understood that we were trying to get the, the episodes done in a way that we couldn't really engage in a whole lot of extracurricular conversation, and I think that was good. But I think overall, I, I would agree with what you were saying, Brett. Like, at some points, you know, it does sound like, okay, you know, filler. Yeah, someone yes. needs to talk Correct. just yeah. to fill dead space, right? So, so thanks for doing that today. I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you now know you're I, a dead space filler. Yes, I, I know my value. Okay, thank you very much. Um, but it has been nice to still be able to listen. And it's actually, you know, it, being on the podcast, I do listen to the podcast when, you know, when our episodes come out and yeah. there's kind of no surprises, right? Right. And so it's kind of been nice to listen and like, I don't know what's going to be said on this episode. So you get kind of like the inside track on like being almost like a fan of the podcast, right? Yeah. You see it from a different perspective now. Which but with like a little bit of insider geez. information because yeah. I'm like, I know what brewery and what beer is going to be yeah, reviewed. Yeah, that's true. That's but true. I haven't had the beer. Yeah. So yeah. then it's, yes. No, but I get that. that it's, it's kind of interesting to have that kind of insight and that perspective, right? Because- like I've never missed an episode myself, but it it is good. <laughs> Same, actually. I'm not gonna lie. I missed one either. But it is it is good to kind of see it from a different kind of side of things, yeah. right? And that I think helps us kind of grow and be better and understanding some of the feedback and comments that we get from from our fan base, right? So, and I'm sure there's gonna be a few times that uh, you know you're just listening in terms of whatever you're doing while you're listening, yeah. And you just burst out laughing, or you burst out, you know. Maybe in tears. Sometimes, yeah. Right? Yeah, just things like that because you'd just be something random. Maybe that was a little inside joke or just something funny that Tyler said because uh, I'm not funny. And um, yeah, I'm just going to have that little, oh, that is good, pretty good. And I will say, I think there was only one time that I can, rem- I can't remember the exact time, but where um, you got the glassware wrong. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> or at That's least, why we need you here. At least I said to myself, I uh, that's some, not the glass that I would drink it out of. I, I would have been interesting. I wonder if it was like a Hefeweizen. No, I don't think so. Uh-huh. I can't recall uh, what it was. You but. should have made a note of it. I will say, though, like it is it is 100% nice to have you back. Um, it it feels, again, kind of more like authentic. Yeah. And I'll, I'll be honest. When I knew that you were having another kid and we were going to be walking down this kind of journey of like um, what it would look like for the podcast, because it is it's time consuming and um we're not paid for this like we we enjoy some benefits absolutely but we're not uh we're not doing this for for the money that's for sure no Um, so yet trying to get there yeah yeah (laughs) but i was i was genuinely concerned because you are a very private person and some things you just don't disseminate information willy-nilly and you didn't tell fife so fife didn't tell everybody else on the podcast anything so that's great um so chris what is that no (laughs) No, I and I do remember that one of the first episodes, um, 
I, I think you kind of stopped Brett from saying I like, why I wasn't on the we, podcast. We walked down that line. Yeah. I said, it's not our information to tell. <laughs> he yanked the chain. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I said, we're not, we're you not were doing being that. a good boy. But <laughs> I was, I was uh, like, I was actually concerned that this might be you leaving the podcast. My wife actually did ask that question. She was like, is, is Chris done? And I was like, <laughs> I don't know. He'll tell you. So please. <laughs> well, so, uh, no, I would not say that I am done. Uh, what I will say is You've you can still <laughs> you can still expect episodes that include only Brett Tyler and a producer. Um, yes. But I will try to do my best to come and record episodes when I can. And even if you have to be virtual, yeah, we can make it happen. We'll accept virtual. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah, exactly. Except right? virtual. We have the technology, so why not? Amazing right? how we have that technology. Yeah. Well, I think that's probably enough about me. Okay. Yeah, well, I would have yeah, said that about, good. what, seven minutes ago? Is that what yeah. we had? As soon as he said, I'm going to talk about him himself, then yeah, I think we were done there. All but right. No, it's, it's nice to have you back. Well, and I appreciate hopefully we'll uh, be able to uh, do this again soon, right? Yes, absolutely. Well, uh, let's uh, hit you with our farewell. That's all for today's episode. Thank you again for listening. Keep on listening every other Thursday as the Craft Beer Connoisseurs release a new episode and on our off Thursdays for a producer special. And make sure to tell your friends, family, and your favorite bear, whoever that is. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Leave it up to Brad. All right. So, Chris, welcome back. Thank you. Congratulations again. Yes. Thank you. So, from all of us and producer Zach, without an H, I'm Tyler. I'm Chris. And I'm Brett. And together, we are the Craft Beer Connoisseurs. <laughs>